Welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, star seeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelylea.com or at thelovelylea on Instagram so we can connect. I'd love to give you an invitation to my newest program, The Empath, an empath's course towards turning inward. My online coaching program is designed to help you heal your wounds, deepen your intuition, overcome your fears, understand your sensitivities, and connect you to the universe. It starts September 6th, Sundays at 10 a.m. CST. It's a three-month program, three weeks each month, with three one-on-one private energy coaching sessions via Zoom. A Facebook community group will be where we have our weekly resources and practices to implement and deepen your learning. For more info, go to thelovelyaliyah.com slash course. And don't forget to sign up to be a Patreon to get exclusive access to my solo episodes every Thursday and behind the scenes goodies and extras to come. Go to patreon.com slash thelovelyaliyah to sign up. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Leah Lovely, and today we're talking about intuition and channeling. So thank you, um, my Patreon supporters who have chosen this topic for this week. And interestingly enough, the collective seems to be asking a lot about intuition and channeling too. So I've had a couple of interviews this week uh, for other podcasts where they've asked a lot about channeling in addition to my clients uh, asking more about that this week. So so, I don't know. So I guess maybe uh, the collective is trying to tap more into those, that messaging and um, you know, getting guidance from yourself. So before I get into anything about intuition or channeling or, or anything that's supposed to help you get towards better clarity, I first want to start off with Um, you know, the process of learning how to listen to your intuition and learning how to let the universe speak through you is a matter of trust. And I think that's important to note because for those of you who have high levels of doubt in yourself, you often don't trust and or berate your intuition. And there will be things that come up for you that naturally just make sense, but you'll look for validity elsewhere. You'll look for other people to validate it for you. And, excuse me, um, you'll, you're, you're going to have a harder time trusting the information that's coming through. So what I think the universe does, it's kind of like a muscle and, or a gift. And if we're not utilizing that part of ourselves, then we're not able to be in a space to receive that information and have somewhere to ground it. So we have to first go off with how much do you trust yourself? Like, do you think that you are this sentient godly being that actually has access to this information? Or do you feel like you're an imposter and that you're just making it up? 
I think that's probably the largest challenge that I see in a lot of my clients is that they, they feel like they're just making it up. And I want to, I want to dig into that concept because there's our fear that something is just coming from us versus something is coming from the ether. And I find, especially lately, that doesn't resonate with me. There's something challenging about that statement because oftentimes we're looking for validity or proof that the messaging that we're getting is actually true, right? We live in this hyper, um, you know, scientific, which science is amazing. Don't get me wrong. Um, But we're always looking for proof that what has come to us actually means something. And I, I, I kind of argue with that a little bit because if it means something to you, then it means something. So, um, you know, if you are in fact, quote unquote, making it up, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's a bad thing because ultimately we are co-creators in our process. Now, if you are sitting with someone and you're like, I got this message from the universe and you're just making shit up, that is maybe different because you are affecting another person and particularly people who may have trust in you. Um, and that wouldn't necessarily be in the best interest of them. Um, but on the other hand, for yourself, we are co-creators in our universe. And so if we are channeling things or using our intuition about things that are coming to us directly, that would greatly benefit our lives. Are we not co-creating that process? If, is it not, possible that the thing that we just made up actually can happen because we in fact made it happen. We, we called it into existence. So just something to, to think about. The reason why I bring that up is because we often have that as a block. That is a lot of people's resistance around being able to channel information and intuition from the universe. Am I making it up? Is this me or is this the universe? Well, unfortunately the the problem with that concept is like, it, it says that you are not also the universe you are not connected. It, it causes a etymological standard of separation between you and the energetic um, existence that you reside in. So um, hopefully that resonates with you because to me, that's an, a very important part of the resistance part of why we don't trust ourselves. But getting deeper. So particularly um, right now, I'm having this message with you. I'm talking to you right now. And there was a big chunk of that that was just channeled. Um, The process in which that comes through my body is a flow state. So yes, I am talking to you. But some of those points that just came up weren't anything that I was thinking about before I got on here. So that might sound weird because I've learned how to integrate it in my voice. So it sounds the same. But I'm getting these little bubbles of information and talking points about what what it is I need to communicate. And the only times that it really starts to slow down is when I start to overthink it. Currently right now, even right now, my throat is kind of doing some tickling or whatever. I have some allergies and I'm conscious of how that may sound on the microphone. And it's like, shut up, ego. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. I'm going to clear my throat. <clears> throat. Okay. You know, it's not a big deal, but I, I it's, it's usually my humanity that gets in my own way of being able to bring these messages to fruition. So it's kind of like for yourself, you know, when you don't trust yourself or you're hyper conscious of the humanity aspect of it, it's difficult to draw those messages in. So earlier this week, I posted on my Instagram and you can go back and visit that now on my IGTV, um, some tips and tricks about your intuition and how to listen to your intuition. 
And first things first, I want to say that your intuition resides in your feminine energetic. As I always have to say on this show, feminine energetic does not mean female. Um, It's the yin and yang energies. And so it is in the B energy. It is in the creator energy. So it resides in that portion, which is probably why we get the term female intuition. Whereas in reality, everybody has that intuition and be able to tap into that intuition. However, men have had centuries of suppression of emotion, so they're not able to access their feminine side, which is where intuition lies. So first thing, if you're in, you find that you're in this hyper-masculine state where I'm going to learn how to do my intuition, it will not come to you. (laughs) It will be like a cat that you're chasing. It will, it will run in every rich direction and will not be there. But when you are in quiet space, when you are in surrender, when you are in, okay, I want to let this come to me. When you sit back and allow that cat to walk towards you and you stay still, that is where you can hear intuition the strongest. Now, I know that for some of you guys, it's been, it's been difficult to access because you have a lot of that chatter in your mind. This is where I talk to people about meditation. And I don't think everybody needs to do meditation. I, I, I think it's a beautiful, wonderful practice and something that I engage with often. But there are a lot of people out there who are like, I don't know how to meditate and I can't meditate. And every time I try it, it doesn't work. And that may be true. Um, but I do think that there is something to sitting down and being quiet. Whether or not you call that meditation or not, the ability to be able to shut off the, the, the monkey mind will allow your intuition to at least come in clearer. And so what I've told my clients who have a difficult time meditating is I said, okay, make a practice of sitting down and thinking about everything that you can think about first. Just go for it. Just sit, but keep your eyes closed and sit up so you don't fall asleep. And just think about everything that you can think about. Get it out of your head. Like, Give it somewhere to land. Maybe instead of sitting, you actually need to write it down. Maybe you make a vocal note. Like these are my diaries when I talk to you guys. So when I'm processing, I process out vocally better than I do when I'm writing. So get all that thoughts out before you even sit down. Maybe you sit on, turn on your notes on your phone and you just talk about what is on your mind. I'm thinking about this. I'm worried about this. This is what's going on. I'm, you know, constantly. And then at some point you'll run into a wall where you won't be able to really think about much anymore because you've processed it out. And then you sit down and I said, okay, you know, for, for a lot of people, why don't you sit down and you write a question, write a question and then see what comes to you. What, what words sound good? What's coming in now? What I used to do is I used to write down, you know, just some like bullshit first, just to get out of my head. I would write down uh, duck, duck, goose, duck, duck, goose, duck, duck, goose until the answer came to me. I put myself in a type of flow state where I didn't put the pressure on myself for this message to come through. And then poof, there it was. And that is like, you know, me accessing that other frequency and being able to tune into that by means of being able to slow my mind down and get in a quiet space where I can actually hear things coming through. Um, But as far as channeling goes, channeling is just a deeper flow state of intuition. It's nothing like I do think that there is gift to it, but there is it's an ability. It's a skill. Like, I don't think, uh, you know, like you listening, you might be like, oh, I'm you know terrible with my intuition. Um, I don't I don't think I could channel, but you absolutely do all the time. Like, think about the thing that you're the best at. 
What is it that you're really good at? And you get in that flow state and you don't even think about it, right? Like you go in, maybe you're great at cooking. Like it's just kind of like, dun, 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 dun. okay, this spice here, this pan here, you know, like you're, you're great at what it is and you're not thinking too much about it because you're used to doing it. And I think channeling can be the same that you can get into a space where you start to learn what it feels like. It starts to become like an almost like muscle memory, but it's like energy memory where you can go into that space and access those words very easily. So it's a type of flow state, getting into that flow state. Your intuition plays a primary role in you being able to get clarity around something. Um, it is our, it is our guide. When we talk about connecting with spirit guides, spirit guides are amazing and wonderful to work with, but you have this built in spirit guide, which is yourself and your higher self where you can gain your intuition from. And if you find that you're feeling blocked, it's typically out of a lack of trust. And then, so I want you to ask yourself why you don't trust yourself. What happened in your life? where you, you know, you bet on yourself and it fell through. That is usually the thing. That's usually the thing, not always, but it's usually the thing. Like, where did you bet on yourself? Did you make a decision and, and something fell through and you were like, oh my God, that was the worst decision I've ever made. I'm never going to trust my decisions again. You may not have said that, but that's what the following behavior ended up being. Or did you have someone always constantly gaslighting your reality you know, like you just knew this happened or that happened and someone was telling you, no, it didn't. That's not what happened. You know, like, are you having someone gaslight that constantly? And if you are, who were they and who were they to you? Because that will give you a deeper idea of where that resides in your body. I don't trust myself because whenever I would, um, you know, like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna give a personal example. Um, whenever I would have questions, intuitive questions that would come to me, about practices of the church that I was going to. I got a lot of like, you're not being faithful enough and you shouldn't question those things. And that's not actually how it happened. And so then I would look at my own perception and think, okay, that's not reality. I must've messed up. I must be dumb. I must not know anything. I'm too young, whatever that looks like. And had my trust, essentially I gave it up, you know? or I mean, some people would say taken away, but I personally got, had needed to get to a space where I said, I know what I'm doing and I know what I think and I know who I am and I'm going to trust that above all. Now I can be wrong. I can absolutely be wrong. You can be wrong. We can all be wrong at some point in our lives. And in fact, being right all the time is not the goal. Your intuition is there to help you guide you but it is not a fail safe for decision-making that is meant to take you in a particular direction to help you grow. So there can be also times where your intuition will guide you towards a decision that for you didn't, you know, reconcile itself in a, in an outcome that you were looking for, but it still took you where you needed to go. So even sometimes when our intuition comes through, it, it, it protect, it, it may guide you towards something that you were not necessarily wanting or didn't have the the vision to see in your conscious mind, but your higher spirit knew better, took you on that direction, took you on that road to get you where you needed to go anyway. And that's why you made that decision. It didn't earthly look like what it is that you thought you were going towards, but you made that decision for a reason and it took you towards your soul's expansion anyway. So your intuition actually was right. 
and I just I'm I'm posing these philosophical um, meanderings to you because I want you to think about that and how it resonates in your own life, areas in which you found yourself where this message was coming through, and and you didn't trust it, and like it found you found that you contracted. And intuition is about expanding, expanding that that access point for you to be able to trust your decisions and come to them with more surrender because you believe yourself. Now, channeling is sort of different. It is coming from intuition, but it is, uh, at least in my case, it is my higher self speaking through me. It is possibly even other guides speaking through me, and I open myself as a vessel to do so. Um channeling gets a uh, gets a bad rep from um some more religious practices because it's considered like possession or like another spirit is taking over the body and i don't know how that's any different than like you know getting the holy ghost or something you know um but our bodies are these energetic vessels and when i sit down to do a podcast i meditate first and i say what is the collective need here let me be the vessel that it can it can i can um speak to them through. And while I'm not always the most eloquent, (laughs) um, these messages come through like, like right now I'm speaking, it's been 15 minutes now and I'm not, I didn't prepare for this interview. I didn't prepare what I was going to say. I knew the topic of what I was going to talk about. And I just asked spirit to speak through me and, uh, and hoping that it will land to help people heal in some kind of way. I check my intentions. I check my body. I say, okay, um, you know, this is not something I have to do. This is something I want to do, something I get to do. And then just open my body up and say, what's important for people to hear right now? What will give them comfort, learning, um, you know, maybe even challenge them in some kind of way. And, and how, how best can I do that? Now, I'm not telling everybody that this is your particular gift or where you're going to shine the most, but if it's something that you're seeking to do so that way you can get better clarity about what you should do moving forward, and or even if you're wanting to help other people, it's about openness. And that still connects to trust. It still deeply connects to trust because you're not only trusting yourself, but you're trusting the universe and the the message it's trying to communicate. So... Right now, for instance, um, I'm, I'm trying to make a, a kind of a large decision about furthering education in particular areas uh, for my career and trying to figure out what that looks like. So sitting down and being like, all right, like tap into my intuition in my body. This feels right. But what limiting beliefs am I putting around it that's making me feel hesitant about moving in this direction? And so then I sat down and I just made a voice note and just talked out all the possibilities and all the worries and all the things and then voice starts to come through. Different voice. It doesn't sound like mine. It doesn't sound worried. It sounds really wise. Like like an old grandma. <laughs> and it's, it's sage advice. It is, it's like something I wouldn't have thought of myself. And that could be a good indication for yourself as well that you might be channeling. Um, there are episodes that I make that I, I go ahead and go through and I don't remember anything that I said and I go back and listen to it and go, Oh, that kicks me in the ass. Like so hard. Like, Oh, it's really what I needed to hear. And that's interesting. I mean, does that sound, it probably sounds weird, right? You're like, you're the one who did the episode. Of course, you know what you said, but when you're in flow state, you're not observant of all the details that are happening. You're just in the flow. You're just there with it. You're present with it. You're not in the background. You're not behind the scenes. You're not in the past. You're not in the future. You're just there with it. And that type of flow state 
it will com- communicate deeper of, you know, from that other uh, consciousness. And while I don't have for certain what that consciousness is, um, my, my belief is, is that it's my higher self. And, um, some of you guys might not know what higher self is and it's essentially, so how do I explain this the easiest way? (laughs) Um, like if you've, you have two bodies, you have your energy body and you have your material body, like your earthly plane body, your physical body. And this, this particular spirit body essentially is the astral body that you transfer into when you dream, when you have out-of-body experiences, or when you, you know, uh, essentially leave this earth. But beyond that, um, what I believe anyway, is that there are, um, there's a future version of yourself and or a higher, more elevated version of yourself. And maybe it's not you, maybe it's a guide, but I, I deeply believe in the higher self and that that particular person is who's guiding you. So sometimes even your primary spirit guide is actually you from the future. And I know that sounds funny, but like, you know, when I start to look deeper into quantum physics and I start studying that, um, you know, things like string theory or entanglement or, you know, other things, I'm like, wow, like the universe, the science hasn't caught up yet with what we think about our material world. And time is not linear. It's cyclical. Um, it's parallel. It's multidimensional. And it's also a construct. And so the way that we think about um, future self, higher self, other dimension self, whatever it looks like, doesn't matter. Um, there is some part to ourselves that is more wise that is not in this video game. Those of you who listen to the show, um, you know that I kind of reference Earth as this video simulation. I do have a very much a matrix philosophy on it. Um, it's neither here nor there. But there's this access point in which we're getting that extra information from. And when you put yourself in the flow state, you have really any enough space or time to think the ego doesn't have time to think either about what it really wants to project out. Like you're being so present with yourself that the messages just come through as pure as they can. And so that's like, at least like that's something that I want you to kind of pay attention to if you're trying to reach into that. Um, but in, in addition to that, besides just the doing, it's also just asking. When's the last time you just asked for guidance from your higher self or from your spirit guides? Have you sat down in a while and been like, okay, I'm I'm ready for a message. You know, transfer me a message. Um, have you sat down and journaled and suddenly got like these blips of information that you were asking for and it was like, oh, that was there. Um, you know, there, for instance, I've I've told this on here before, but I think it's important to the story. Um, there was a moment when I moved back to Kansas city, uh, after COVID hit and I was just so distraught because I thought this is not what I planned and this was not what was supposed to happen and la la la. And, um, and that voice came to me and said, and the areas in which you thought it was most possible, nothing stuck, but perhaps in the areas in which you found it, um, most impossible is where the most possibility lies. Give the universe the opportunity to see beyond the magic. Um, sorry, give the universe the opportunity, um, to let you see beyond what you can see something like that. Sorry. I just butchered that. Um, see not in flow state. (laughs) So when that message came through, it was such like, it was a relief. It was like, Oh, 
Wow. Now I wasn't in a present state to be able to come to that level of wisdom when I was bemoaning what was happening. But since I'm so used to channeling, like I recognize when that other voice comes in and is speaking to me directly. And I know plenty of people, it doesn't matter the religion either. Like there's so many people I've talked to from other different walks of life that have been like, yeah, when I was sitting here, God told me this. When I was sitting here, spirit told me that. When I was here, Buddha told me that, you know, like they, it's the same thing. It's coming from the same energy. So it doesn't matter what you call it, but there is this essentially outside energy that's coming to us to teach us. And it's a gentle teacher. It won't boister in and say, listen to me, you know, like sit down. It's not, it's not the traditional teacher either. It is when you get into that space of flow state and you allow yourself deep trust and say, okay, what is it I need to hear right now? You open yourself up to the vessel of the information around you. There's so much information around us. The way that, you know how like uh, you've ever thought of an idea or an invention and maybe like a year or six months later, you see that someone has it on Shark Tank or something. You're like, oh my God, I thought of the exact thing. You should, probably should have done it. You could be a millionaire by now. <laughs> but there, like in that, there's a consciousness, a collective consciousness that is being downloaded to us. And when we don't use it or utilize it, it goes to someone else. And the same thing happens with our intuition and our channeling. Like you don't need to channel for an audience like I'm doing. You you can channel for yourself. But when you get into that 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 state where you're questioning yourself, you're questioning the messages that you get, you're you're not utilizing what it is that the universe is giving you informatically. They give it to somebody else. It passes on. It moves through. And so it's it is it is building a relationship with that part of yourself again learning how to listen to yourself again. Let's say it's not even intuition. How often are you listening to yourself? Are you speaking up for yourself? Are you expressing yourself? Are you doing that without fear, without fear of judgment? Are you looking for validation? Like those are easy patterns to kind of pick up in your material life to see Am I in a space where I feel receptive to the messages the universe is trying to give me? Am I open to them? You may be someone who's like, I really want to know about intuition. How do I do intuition? But you don't, you don't trust yourself. So it's not going to come through. And how do I trust myself? You ask, well, um, that is a process, but I think that like what, what I talked at the beginning is like you being able to look in and say, where did I learn how to distrust myself? And then replacing that. So for myself, I learned how to distrust myself from my early years, um, most likely in the church. Um, you know, I'm a lowly sinner and I don't know anything. So it was difficult to trust myself because I was just a sinner. And because I was just a sinner, I did, didn't have the confidence to think that I knew what was best um, for my life. And I don't mean this in like decision making, making but even my thought process it asked me not to think critically. It asked me not to ask questions. It asked me not to, to challenge uh, any of the information that I was receiving. So now when I sit down and I talk with you guys, and even when I'm doing an interview, I rarely prepare deeply for an interview unless it's heavily very intellectual. Um, because what happens is, is that I've gotten so used to trusting that little voice that the questions come through that voice, not through me. 
like what whatever the collective needs to hear that's where it comes through so um it's been an interesting process in learning how to hone that in and get used to it but it doesn't take it doesn't take an immense amount of skill i don't think and um, i don't know who knows maybe that's just something that's one of my abilities and it's easier for me but I don't think so. That's not what's coming to me. What's coming to me is that typically we have such high levels of distrust in ourselves that that's what causes our our resistance. It's not about building a gift. It's about unburdening it, taking, taking layers off. It's, it's not that, you know, you need to, to grow and strengthen the gift. It's that you need to reconnect with it. And I hope through my words that like really hits you hard because you are already super gifted your intuition is there. It is built in. It's a part of, um, you know, our, our bodily function. Like it's as much as there as our heart that's beating. And if you don't believe in it though, then you won't have access to it the same way in the ways like, and I think it's important to say this too, because channeling is, is typically through expression and through the throat chakra. So through our voice, through our writing, uh, things like that. It's about a message. That's what channeling is. And so when you think about the words that you use and the vibrational imprint of each one of those words, that you're creating a spell for yourself. So I, I can't, like, I don't have good intuition. Careful, because you're putting that into existence. You are still the co-creator of this universe and your experience. So being very mindful of the wording that you're using, because the wording that you're using will deepen whatever resolve it is. I can't trust myself. Careful. You're putting that into action. So I would be very mindful about what it is that you're saying. Um, as far as channeling goes, ask yourself what you want to use it for. Do you need to talk to people in your life? Like there's a couple of times where I've had, needed to have really hard, hard conversations. And I've asked, okay, give me the words. Give me the words. What am, what I'm supposed to say Give me the words and, and allow them to hear my intention. Allow them to hear where this resonates. I want what my words have to say to be potent and powerful and not have to repeat myself. Um, give me the words. So that can be definitely a prayer that you, you speak on, um, about asking the universe to give you the words, even with intuition. Cause I think like, a lot of times our intuition comes out in, in a vocal form. We can have it inherently, but we might write it down. We might act on it later. We might have to tell somebody about it. So this this is dip, deeply coming through that expression through the throat chakra. Um, intuition also obviously comes through our psychic chakra, which is the third eye and the crown chakra, which connects us to other consciousnesses. But I think the one that always gets missed when we talk about intuition is the throat chakra because when we are expressing what it is that we know or feel or the decisions and clarity we're trying to reach, we often do it through expression. So anyway, deepening your trust with yourself, allowing yourself to say that this is something I can do. Um, this is something I've had access to, um, to stop putting other people on pedestals about what it is that they have to say, even myself, like, don't do that with me either. Like you still know what's best for your life and what resonates with you. And you might listen to an episode and be like, ah, that didn't really resonate with me. Good then allow yourself to dig in and figure out what does resonate with you and your vibration, what aligns with you and trust that. I got this crazy email, um, a few days back and 
Um, and it kind of incited something in me that started to f- make me feel like I couldn't trust myself. It was an old trigger. And I think the universe was like, hey, 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 let's see. Let's let's get some like old review in here. You know, like, <laughs> let's see if you still got it. If you've been paying attention. Um, and it gave me an opportunity to to very quickly look at that trigger and say, OK, OK, I can see this is a test about whether or not I'm going to trust myself, trust my intuition, trust my gut, trust my voice about what it is that I'm trying to offer the world. And like allowing yourself to do the same. Like when you find that you're in that position where you're like, I just don't know, I'm not sure. And you ask other people, you know, it's fine to ask for advice. But if you're making decisions based on other people, you're you're still shuffling away your intuition. It's nice to get confirmation. I do that sometimes. I say, okay, I write it down. This is my resolve. This is what I'm thinking, but I want to, I'm asking the universe for confirmation. Can you give me confirmation through so-and-so a person or um, some type of sign of some sort? And when we receive those signs or those messages from other people that are affirmations, a lot, what do we do with them usually? Like a lot of times we don't, we don't trust them. We go, we go, okay, I need more validation. I need more statistics. I need more of this, more of that. Um, just so I know I'm not making it up just so I know that this is going to be the right thing to do. I'm so scared of failing that I'm not going to allow myself to trust myself anymore because I don't want to be disappointed. And when you do that, you bypass the highest level you have for clarity. And when you give yourself an opportunity to trust deeply, what's in your heart? Uh, last week's episode was, um, you know, getting out of your head and into your heart, but it's, it is a part of this process getting into your heart. What does your heart feel? What does your body feel? What's coming up? What feels like it's bubbling up? What are you not saying? Allow yourself to, to put that somewhere. Maybe you make a vocal voice note or you write it down or, you know, you express it to a friend, but what is it that you're not saying? Because whatever that is, that's blocking the energetic form of what could be coming through. And that's often where we find ourselves the most stuck. We don't trust ourselves. So those messages don't land. And if they do come through, we'll question them anyway. And the universe sees that and goes, okay, she doesn't want it. She's not ready for it. He's not ready for it. They're not ready for it. So give yourself a chance to look at that. Sit with yourself. Sit in quiet, whether it's meditation or not. And sit in quiet and ask yourself, what am I not saying? What do I want to say? What do I need clarity on? Ask it. Give me the words. And I believe, I deeply believe that that's what will start to open up your intuition and strengthen it. It is a muscle. It doesn't come overnight, but that quiet voice will get louder and louder and louder until you can't ignore it anymore. And I promise you that because definitely for me, and sometimes I'm like, y'all shut the shit up because like, it's just, it's too much sometimes (laughs) to hear all the messaging from my guides and myself. And sometimes I'm like, I just want to sleep. Um, So I hope that helps you today and gives you some insight. Definitely go back to my Instagram and check out the IG live or it's not live um, Instagram stories about intuition and digging deep into that. I think that we're moving into a time period where intuition is going to be highly, 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 highly utilized. It's going to be something that's going to be incredibly important for our process and progress. And we will stop needing to go to gurus and be able to trust information that's coming from ourselves about where our alignment is and what we need to do next. So I want you to be able to have access to that gift. 
when you're channeling, allow yourself to write or record yourself because it will, I do think having that element will help you find confidence in the intuition that's coming to you. And then that way you can believe those words and that voice that comes through you. I hope you guys got a lot out of this episode. Thank you, Patreon members, for voting for this topic. I love this topic. It's actually, in fact, what I I teach on uh, quite a bit with my clients. So um, I couldn't give you everything today, but I hope that this is a good starting point for you learning how to trust yourself so those messages will come through clear. I can't wait to see you guys in the next episode. Have a good one. Bye. Not enough spiritual shit for you? I know. Stay tuned for a teaser from next week's episode, which is available right now to our Patreon lovelies. Go to patreon.com slash the lovely Leah to listen now. As everybody already knows with what's been happening in the world, there's been a lot of changes happening. And a lot of those changes aren't necessarily changes that we have to make. So I'm going to start there. Um, Changes that are being made for us definitely feel scary. And it can feel like things are spiraling because we're not necessarily in control. And while I'd like to spend some time on this topic, um, what I find to be more difficult in a conscious state are changes that we need to make for ourselves, but that we're scared to make. And because when choices are made for us, we can we can still have that fear, but it's not necessarily anticipated the way changes we know we need to make need to happen. So from personal experience, at some point in my life, I was married and it was a difficult relationship for both of us, I'm sure. And I needed to make a change. I already had a decision about what I wanted to do, but I had to actually do it. And I had so many fears about what that would look like because uprooting myself you know, splitting to, to do one income household again, um, you know, to just not know what my life would be like having that uncertainty underneath and being scared that I might hurt another person. What kind of trauma would I incur because of this change? Could my life be better or would it be worse? Or could that be both? You know, could it get worse first and then get better? I don't know. Um, it, it often, the change that we have to make is usually scary because we are uncertain of something. And when we're certain of something, we have no control over it. We don't know how it's going to end up and we can't essentially assign an expectation to it. So because we can't assign expectation to it, there's no real way of marker of how we should feel. And for a lot of people that scares us. interested in becoming a client for energy coaching, find me at www.thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at thelovelyalia for daily content and inspiration.